He couldn't hear the wildcats anymore. Maybe they'd finished their argument and finally gone to bed. But as Philip drew closer to the green home, he heard the woman's loud sobbing again. Her voice floated from the open windows. Philip stared at the rundown home. It was surrounded by dead hibiscus shrubs. The voice inside rose and fell like the waves of the ocean. First her sobs would rise to a crescendo like the high tide. Then the loud sobs would die down, and there would be soft weeping, like water lapping the sand. To Philip's ears both sounds were cries of pure terror. Philip's mother cried like that when Ricky would beat her. Philip would clench his fists and want to die, but he knew that if he tried to interfere, Ricky would just hurt Mom more. The abuse never did stop because Mom wouldn't call the police. Even when Ricky hurt her so bad she had to go to the hospital, then she'd make up lies about falling down the steps. It didn't end until both Ricky and Mom were arrested. Ricky was dealing big time. He got eight years in prison. It broke Philip's heart to see his mother going off to prison. But at least Ricky wasn't hurting her anymore. There would be no more black eyes and swollen jaws, no more concussions. She wouldn't have to spend so many nights rolled up in a pathetic, sobbing little ball in her bed, crying from pain and humiliation. Now Philip stood in the darkness, staring at the green mobile home. He couldn't help wondering, was another bad man getting away with hurting a woman in there? Philip remembered what his grandfather had told him. The people here are good. But that wasn't true of anywhere. They were both good and bad people in all places. Back in the barrio, even amidst the gangbangers and dealers, there were plenty of good, hard-working people. And, though he was just seventeen years old, Philip knew there had to be people like that here in Pine River. As Philip stood there, a silver-haired lady came out of her mobile home across the street. Hi, Philip said. Do you know if anybody lives in this greenhouse? The woman shook her head. No, it's abandoned. What a mess. They ought to just burn it down, she said. When Philip got to school the next morning, he looked for one of the two friends he'd made since coming here. One was a Vietnamese boy named Moon. The other was Cindy. He saw Moon first. You liking Pine River any better? Moon asked as the boys walked down the hall to their first class. Moon's family had come to the United States when he was just a baby. Now he was a regular American kid. He was a good shortstop for the Pine River Patriots. I don't know. Last night there were a million crabs at the park, and wildcats were screaming, Philip said. Moon laughed. I think all the wildlife around here is cool. Philip wanted to tell Moon about the crying woman, but he didn't want to seem foolish, so he didn't say anything. At lunch, Cindy asked Philip where he lived. He felt self-conscious about mentioning the park. He knew that her family lived in Little River, a fancy development. Oh, near the river, he said. He didn't want Cindy to think he was trailer trash. You told me you live with your grandparents, Cindy said. Are your parents divorced? Philip felt uneasy. Dad's dead and Mom's, uh, sick, but she'll get better, he said. 
My mom's dead, too. She drowned when I was eight, Cindy said. Dad married my stepmom when I was eleven. She's okay. She's a real estate agent. She got Dad into that business, too. They make lots more money than Dad did selling water softener systems. That's great, Philip said. So you live near the river, huh? Cindy pressed. Say, you don't live in that big mobile home park, do you? Philip's heart sank. Cindy's house was in a gated community. Now Philip was supposed to confess that he lived in that tacky mobile home park. Cindy would know that most of the people there were poor. Nearly all of the older people were living on pensions, and lots of the younger families were on welfare. Philip felt like he was trailer trash. He was sure that once Cindy found out, she wouldn't want to be his friend anymore. Philip couldn't.